1: Thank you for joining us.
2: Hello, everyone. We are having a bit of technical difficulty. Christine, are you on the air? Can you
0: hear me? I can hear you uh, uh, quite well, Hope. (laughs) Quite well. So now it's loud, huh? It's a little better. I can actually hear you clearly now, which is very helpful.
2: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, everyone, please stay on the line. We are having some technical difficulties, but we are working really diligently here to make this work. And as we all know, when we're working energy, um, a lot of different things can be happening in this room. So we are the creators. We can move into this movie, this magnificent life totally and completely, so we can all our concentration to having this beautiful, beautiful live show. This is a uh, time of energy, and so I welcome you all, and I welcome our guest, Christine Day, to the program tonight. She is an ambassador to the Pleiadians, and for those of you who are asking at this time, who are the Pleiadians? That's exactly what my husband asked many, many moons ago. So tonight, you're going to find out who they are and why they are here. Christine says that the Pleiadians have some very, very important information to share with us tonight and to share with all of us on this time of transformation. They refer to this time as the new dawning. Christine says that there is an urgent message, that there is a mutual birthing taking place within the earth and a birthing at the same moment happening within us all. And now is the time to step forward and consciously participate. And so what I always say is stay awake, be awake, stay awake. All of you who are tuning in tonight, and for all of you who will be listening to this in our archives, are consciously participating in remembering and changing the world as we speak. And this is what we do on this program. We provide you with information that is needed, that is useful, and that is real during this time on this planet. It is information that will help us decide how we want to participate in this momentous occasion. Christine will be answering any and all of your questions um, that you might have at these very interesting times. And I know that many of you might have personal questions. And I guess we would welcome those, but I would really like us to focus on this time of the great shift. The Pleiadians speak of our mission in this lifetime, that we are here to change our relationship to our human self and to relate to our world in new and different ways. Christine Day always talks about love, 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 and so... What a lovely way to begin this new year out by talking with her, especially as we are on the cusp of moving into the month of February tomorrow. So if you have any questions tonight or comments, please feel absolutely free to connect with us by calling this number, 213-559-2974. Press the number one, and Dustin, who is helping us out tonight as our program director, will help you get on the air with us. Again, the number is 213-559-2974. Press the number one, and Dustin will help you. Here's just a small amount of information on Christine Day. In 1994... She had her first experience connecting and communicating with the Pleiadians. I know this all sounds extraordinary, just as she says, but she was walking in nature, and she turned a corner into the meadow and found herself staring at a huge spaceship about 20 meters away from her. Coming out of that ship was a group of Pleiadians. They moved toward her. They greeted her telepathically, and she was immediately filled with an overwhelming sense of their love for her, and the love that instantly awoke within her that brought her into a deep remembrance of her Pleiadian heritage. She recognized her Pleiadian family and was into the memory of what she had pre-agreed to do before she came to the earth plane in this lifetime. And so. We ask for all of the energy fields here on the planet to welcome this beautiful woman. It is an honor to introduce her to our program this evening. Please help me welcome Christine Day, the
0: Ambassador to the Pleiadians. Hi, Christine. How are you? <laughs> Hello, Hope. I'm very well. It's really special to be on your show. I feel very emotional. I've got a lot of love coming through. From the Pleiadians right now, just sending that energy out to everybody who is listening, and just touches my heart deeply to to be with you tonight. Well, having you, we were
2: very, very, very um, honored to have you here, Christine Day, at the Hope Interface Center in Mankato, Minnesota, USA, and um, we, a lot of us in our community, had. Tuned into you a long, long time ago with all of your books and information. Many of us even uh, took a, uh, some of your um, classes, and so what an honor to have you on the show tonight once again. And I deeply, deeply appreciate it. So, well, well
0: our guest, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go on. Sorry.
2: Well, one of the questions I wanted to ask you right off the bat because it is a question that I received from my husband, and it's question that we received from other people. Who are the Pleiadians and what are the Pleiadians doing here on planet Earth?
0: You know, it's a great question and an important question to ask because, you know, a lot of people aren't familiar with the Pleiadians and I certainly wasn't <laughs> until I had my direct experience with them. You know, at that moment when I first ran into their spaceship, I didn't believe in aliens or spaceships. So, you know, there's a lot of people who don't know who the Pleiadians are. And they come from, they actually, first of all, it's important to understand they're not in spirit form. They are living their incarnation out right now. And part of their mission, like we all have missions in this life, but their mission is to support um, humanity on the Earth plane. At this time during this transition to bring understanding and clarity of what is going on and bringing in energy so we can open up to remember who we are in our spiritual selves, authentic selves and to support the human part of ourselves to navigate our way through these changing times through this new dawning era. So that's really why they're here on the planet. And they actually are from the planet star system, the seven sisters. Um, and so they they absolutely are living out their incarnation. And they come, their planet and their their civilization is from a fifth, sixth dimensional setting of unconditional love. So they are not living out a third dimensional existence and and haven't for a long time. And they work through telepathic communion. And so um, that's basically it. And part of their role is to support planet Earth to evolve. And people say, well, what's in it for them? Well, we just happen to be in the same resident universe as the Pleiades. (laughs) And our resident universe requires our planet to evolve so the whole universe can evolve on another level. So there are many different groups coming to the earth plane at this time, including the spiritual realms, to support us in our awakening process, which will happen this lifetime, the Pleiadians say. We will be successful in our evolution. And so they are here to support those who are ready to receive them and to support each one of us in unfolding and remembering who we are.
2: So why do you think they came to you on that particular moment at that particular time? Do you have any understanding of that, of why they came to you at that particular moment
0: at that Yes, I absolutely time? do. And, you know, it brings up a lot of emotion in me, even the remembering I... of that day, because it was really the day that my life totally tra- changed and I transformed. I feel like it was a destiny moment. That I had pre-agreed to. It was always going to happen on that day. And that was the time. That I started to remember. Who I was. And to reconnect to my family of light. And um, and I needed that. Because I was at a juncture. Where yes I was working with people in the world. And I thought I was working. I had a, a spiritual awakening. Um, in 1986. Where. Suddenly I was filled with love and I thought it was the light of God because I didn't know anything else. I wasn't into, into churches or spirituality. I was in a very actually heavy, deep place in my life, a very dark place in my life. And all of a sudden I had this awakening where this love came in to me and this light filled me and it never left me. It was just there. And the only thing I could think of, it was the love of God, the light of God. And so for those years, between 1986 and 94, I was working with this light that was coming through me, and I just thought it was God. And then on that day, I've learned that it was the Pleiadian energy, Pleiadian light that had reconnected to me and I had the awakening from that light and I didn't get that for a long time and I don't think I could have coped with that understanding or that thought process. But by 1994 I was much more healed inside and transformed and I was ready to be able to receive the truth of what was revealed to me and cope with that truth because it was a lot to digest. Because when i left those pleiadians i don't even remember getting home that day but i went to bed found myself in bed filled with this light and i was in bed for nearly two months while i went through this incredible transformation and recalibration of my energetic systems and the pleiadians never left me and the angels came and stayed with me also so i was open to this higher light of myself my pleiadian aspect and I started to understand truth and, and remembered um, a whole lot of understandings and, and um, light of myself that I had never been in touch with before. And when I came out of bed two months later, my work in the world transformed and I started being invited all over the world and traveling internationally with this new light inside of me to bring to humanity and with the messages. I remember. I don't know if you remember when I asked you the
2: last time when you were on program, Christine. But I asked you, like, was it difficult for you to tell people that you were an
0: ambassador to the 80s? And you, you know, said, well, how can you deny it was. A, that? It was. It was a lot. Of hope because actually the people who were supporting me at that time thought I had gone crazy. And they kind of were advising me, no, just pretend you're still with God and don't even talk about the Pleiadians because in those days, it was, even, it was not accepted by the general population. But I was filled with a truth <laughs> and just love, a frequency of love. And in those two months where I was grappling with this, because I didn't want to be connected to the Pleiadians. I just wanted to be with God. But, you know, the angels came to me and they said, the Pleiadians are with the God consciousness. They are part of the collective God consciousness of the universes. There is no separation, you know, and I suddenly understood at that moment that, you know, there was no separation and I started to be able to, grapple with that, with the understanding and the truth and then jesus christ came to me and spoke with me and i'd never had a connection with jesus christ and then mother mary came and i was visited by these light beings um while i was in bed and it was um you know it it, it gave me the strength and courage to bring it out into the world and i had to speak the truth And I I had no other desire but to do that. So I entered, re-entered the world, a different person, a different being, really. And I was carrying this frequency that supported people so tremendously, and was able to bring through these teachings and understandings. So I became much more effective. I was doing a lot of healing work as well, and brought in this this healing modality. Um, from the Pleiadians, so I was just really, re it was like I was a different different person, a different being and carrying this truth and what can you do but speak the truth, it was love and I knew it was truth, so I I had the courage (laughs) and there was nothing more to do than to walk the truth of my path that I had come here to do. Is it built in courage? Uh, Well, it wasn't courage for me. I I think it was about acting as the ambassador means being a bridge, forming a bridge between humanity and the Pleiadians. And I was able to do that. I was able to get the Pleiadians to understand the humanity, the human level. And then I was able to also bring the Pleiadian consciousness to human beings. So I became that bridge. And that was a really important thing because the Pleiadians needed to understand humanity so they could bring the initiations to human beings and the messages so w- they could actually take in the information and, and, and ingest it. And, and, and they presented it in a way that it could be heard and receive through me, because I was very human. <laughs> so it was a great gift and a privilege to play that role. And it wasn't always easy. I was rejected by a lot of people, but I did not personalize that because I was held in such love. And I was just, you know, supported so tremendously in my healing processes. Um, so there was nothing to do but to move forward on my path.
2: Lovely story. What a lovely, lovely story. So when you see that the Pleiadians are here and that their support right now upon the planet is essential for all of us to fulfill our mission, what does that mean when you say that, that their, their support is essential
3: for us to fulfill our
0: mission? I think what-, what it really means when I say that is that they bring a clarification of what's going on at this time that, that we need to know about, so that we can be consciously choosing to, to, to reconnect to a, the sacred part of ourselves, so we can consciously choose to live a different way than we have in previous lifetimes, so that we can take our places, each one of us, in our own unique way and become the gift that we are always meant to be. Without that understanding hope, we can't truly move with clarity. And with some sort of a sureness. we're in a fog or a not knowing state. So the Pleiadians reveal the clarity which enables us to take our place consciously, which is what we absolutely have to do now to move into this new dawning time frame and play uh, this very, very amazing role that we can play now together.
2: Um
0: You've probably heard this question. Maybe I'm
2: over asking it. I do not know, but I know that many, many people that come to the Hope Interfaith Center, that come to me, and are talking to different teachers, that what I have seen within my small temple is a great deal of concern about Donald Trump being our president. Yes, and of course, of it we seen as a tremendous outpour of many, many women, many men, many children out on the streets, called the Sister March around the world. So, what do the Pleiadians say all about that?
0: Well, the Pleiadians were telling me late last year there was going to be, or even mid last year, there was going to be huge upheaval and um, a breaking down of all the systems and the political systems. Everything would come down, and it would create a lot of drama. A lot, of, um, a lot of intensity. And what I see is, and they're talking to me about um, Donald Trump, he is creating a lot of waves, a tremendous amount of waves. And those waves are good for humanity because guess what? We need to change. So what it's doing, it's because of him, a lot of divided groups are coming together. Um, there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of good that comes out of this, almost like this the tower falling, like the tower card in the tarot cards, where the tower, everything crumbles. And so what they're saying is things have to break down in order to be rebuilt on a certain foundation, and Donald Trump's playing his role in being the tower. So yes, a lot's happening, and the Pleiadians are saying what we need to be doing is witness the drama, not to be afraid, allow the breaking down of all these systems, of everything coming down, and there will be a rebuilding of new community and new ways of doing things. And we the people will be the ones to do that. Not the hierarchy that has been with the with all the all the politicians creating a certain kind of structure that isn't supporting the people but ultimately all this breaking down that Donald Trump is doing and it is quite shocking I agree um, will ultimately create a new foundation not him so much but things have to crumble in order for something new to come and part of this crumbling is bringing community and people together So they're coming together in another way because what they're seeing out there is so shocking that they're forgetting the differences and they're forming connection between each other. And this is part of what the Pleiadians are saying is part of the overall plan to bring about this tremendous change um, with not just a change of consciousness because there's an energetic change taking place as well but on a third dimensional level all the old structures do have to break down and that's what's happening right now uh, which as i said is a lot for people to witness and um and, you know it's quite shocking to many <laughs> i know so the pleiadians are saying we need to stay centered Stay centered in our hearts, and to bring an energetic stillness, witness what's going on, but don't get engaged in it through the ego mind. Just breathe and keep letting go, and witnessing the unfolding, and just be still. That's what they're asking for. If that was my next question. You know, what
2: does what does our Pleiadian brothers and sisters want us to do at this time? Like, how? What can we?
0: Are we well, being
2: requested? To help, to...
0: Requested for what, did you say, Hope? To to help the planet? Are we being requested Yes, of course. You see, there are two different things. There's the third dimensional reality, which we call Donald Trump, but he's in, in all of that. And then there's the other dimensional settings, where we exist in our spiritual natures. The fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth dimensional settings is where there is a transition going on on this planet we are starting to evolve into a four fifth dimensional setting on the planet itself and this this energy this dimensional energy that's anchoring on the planet is supporting those who are on the path who are spiritually on the path and evolving it is taking us to a new level of connection inner connection to ourselves so we've got two things going on and that creates a drama and a magnification of the drama on a third dimensional level worldwide so you've got a, a lot you look at the chaos across the world on a third dimensional level and you go what is going on but that chaos is there and intensifying because of the dimensional energy the new energies that are coming onto the planet for our transformation So we who are the way showers, that's the Pleiadians call us the way showers, all of us that are on the path, that are predestined to hold an energetic setting and work with the dimensional settings right now, we are playing a major role. And we may not be aware of the importance of our individual connections, but each one of us is contributing in a unique way to anchoring this new dimensional setting on the planet this new consciousness that is coming in. And for those of us who are on the path, we are, our reason for being on the planet is transforming. So since October of 2016, the energy has changed, where the reason for us being here on the planet has changed. We're no longer living out a karmic role. That karma completed itself. We are now here, to change the relationship uh, with our spiritual natures and to evolve with our relationship of our humanness. We are here to come into a new state of remembering of who we are within our spiritual selves. And that can happen in one moment in time, that we can just simply remember who we are and that this life has just been like waking from a dream like we've woken up from a dream and we suddenly remember our full spiritual connection and who we are that's what the pleiadians are saying will happen to a lot of us on the spiritual path and that's why the dimension through the dimensional shifting and energy that is anchoring on our planet at the same time all the drama is going on
2: when you talk And when you were here, I don't know if you noticed, when you were at HIC, Hope Interface Center, and you were speaking, just as you were speaking right now, I know when you came to talk to us at the center, I started to cry. I mean, really weep quite hard. And when you're talking right now, I feel that same type of emotion coming up because to me it feels like a remembrance. And, and so when you speak and when you're speaking right now, are you activating, are you bringing down energy to activate what you call my, the new energy centers of the body? Are you helping us, even as we're listening to you right now, activating our full remembrance of the truth of who we are?
0: Yes, our, my voice carries a transmission of frequency, that speaks directly to the soul essence of each person. And it starts to open, and and so people start to feel the truth of it. They feel the love and the truth. And they feel a nutrition that they've been waiting to receive because it's been missing, and we have been needing that. And that is what is flowing through as I speak. It's because the energy and the essence of this time is is filled with frequencies it's filled with the love and the truth and that is part of the dimensional energy that's anchoring right now hope it's like we're being called now to meet and open to our family our families of light and that family of origin that we all belong The Pleiadians say that we are not originally any of us from planet Earth. We all have a family of origin that exists within our resident universe. And so as we evolve and open to our neighbors, like the Pleiadians and the galactic community and the Lemurians, and there's so many of them, we begin to extend our connections to our neighbors. And those neighbors are here around us, holding us and supporting us and guiding us within communities and bringing the information and the understanding to us so that we can start to breathe and let go and consciously choose to open our awareness back to our family of origin. And that family of origin is also designed to support each one of us in this lifetime as we awaken so that energy of truth that you're feeling is, is alive and it's alive like no other time before hope because of the new dimensional energy that's anchoring. It's like a living, breathing life force that is really moving around all of us now, those of us who are on the path. And it's, so that's what you're picking up that's moving from my voice outwards to all of you. Because it feels as, it feels loving, but it also
2: feels, and I'm always honest when I talk to people, I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm being exposed. You know, like, oh my gosh, I'm being exposed as a member of the Galactic Council or the Galactic Beings or the Pleiadians. And there's a part of me that wants to expose that But there's all, and for many of us, many of the listeners, they want to expose that. But I think that we are frightened to expose that piece of who we are.
0: That heritage. And you know what? You don't need to expose it. You need to explore it, though. You see, there's one thing about exposing yourself, and another thing in just exploring it within yourself and opening a doorway to allow that family of light connection in so that you can be all that you need to be in this lifetime. And a lot of people are afraid of exposing it outwards. Now, I have because that's my role. (laughs) And somehow it's been okay. And it's been amazing how I've been received mostly and really honored by people. But it's not necessary. It's not necessary for many of you, it's just about reconnecting to that which is an aspect, a sacred aspect of yourself. And that brings a fulfillment and a nurturing in the heart that is beyond words. And I think that's what brings me emotion when I think back of that day when the, the Pleiadians came, when my family came and and greeted me. It was such a feeling in my heart that I had never experienced in this lifetime. And, and it, it, it healed me on so many levels and brought, and continues to bring me joy and love on a daily basis. And it's, it's fulfilled me. And that heart of mine has just expanded and expanded in a state of receivership of that love. And so I transmit that love outwards from my heart, outwards to others. And it's just like an open space, an an, an unlimited open space of love that I have learned to just allow um, it to enliven the space wherever I am. And it's a great gift and a great privilege to play that role for humanity because I have my humanness, my human aspect mm-hmm. Um, and I am meant to have my human experience as well, of course. So how would we speak? How how do we speak to
2: those who might not believe in this information that you are giving and sharing with us tonight?
0: Well, for the starters, op- you you don't try and convince anyone of anything. Um, I've found that out over the years that just through direct experience and just by my my being authentic in myself is enough and I don't have to prove anything to anyone and I honor everyone and where they are in their belief system because everyone has the right to be where they are. Everyone has the right to be in their suffering to be in their limitation we all have our own abundance but each person has to find the right time to open up to that abundance you see we we're not supposed to um, to be anything to anyone but just to, to love that person and allow them to be how they need to be in the moment that is the greatest gift you can give any individual is just to honor them for where they are And if they ask questions, of course, give them the answers. But if they don't ask the questions, you have no right to intrude. It's kind of arrogant, I would say. Well, that's how I see it. It is an arrogance if you're trying to convert someone or get them to understand. It doesn't do anything but push them away. So if you just hold the love, then they want to know more. And if they don't want to know more, that is their right and they're where they need to be in their moment for their experience of where they are in their their evolution. So it really is about honor and respect for each individual and just loving them for all of their imperfections as a human being and allowing them to play out what they need to for themselves for their next step.
2: That makes total sense. That makes total sense. When you work closely with the Pleiadians and the Galactic community, you talk about and speak about the, the high-frequency communication portals for transmission. So I wanted to ask you, what is a what you would
0: call a high-frequency communication
2: portal, and how do you
0: create that? Well, that's a good question. I actually um it's been quite a a journey for me and when i was coming i was actually writing my last book and coming down the mountain i was up in grand marais in a secluded place just to complete a book that was over just about overdue and i was coming down the mountain i'd completed my book and the pleiadian said to me now we're going to show you your home and i said you know i mean we were living i'm living in minneapolis and grand marais is out in the wilderness. And so they said, turn here, turn here, turn here. And we came to this for sale. So I went down a driveway to this land right on Lake Superior. And they said, this is your home. You need to buy this house. And I was like... So we saw the house the next day the house was an absolute tear me down and but but the land was they said this is where, where this is going to be a receiving station for the galactic community you're going to be building three pleiadian communication portals on this land over a period of 6 years and you know so we we bought we bought the house and had to move there within 4 weeks which was the middle of winter up in Grand Marais which is really like, as you know, it's cold in Minnesota. Anyway, so we were told to build these Pleiadian communication portals that would hold the highest frequency of communication on the planet. And the, the plan was that when three of them were created, they would open up a receiving station for all the galactic community to be able to re-enter the Earth plane because of the frequency they would create. So it took us two years to build and layer the first communication portal on the land. And then we just finished the second one in October last year. So we have two of these Pleiadian communication portals, which to work with them, I mean, we are often taken off planet with the galactic community because these portals are like incredible energetic, um, almost living living energies where the beings, the galactic beings actually can come through the portals and they come onto the land, they they interact with us and then once those two portals were opened up, a Lemurian portal one mile out in the water opposite the house opened up. So we have this incredible setting with these amazing communication portals and I transmit through the portals. Um, out to groups of people we do broadcasts from them and so they are a very high frequency of the new energy that the earth plane at a certain moment will become so they are playing a significant role right now on the planet and and we've just been working step by step placing these different energetic layers into the portals and not knowing what we've been doing but just following directions Spending nights up in these portals, having most incredible, amazing experiences with the galactic community and, and being transformed and prepared. <laughs> I'm not sure what for, but we are very much in a very deep state when we're in the, at the house here. So, you know, it's been a journey, Hope, and it continues to unfold. We've still got one more portal to complete and I don't even have the information of when we even begin this third portal. But this energetic stargate, we have a meadow on our land, ha- opened up when the second communication portal took place and completed itself. So we also have the stargate and a, a big pyramid form. So it's a huge kind of monumental light beam that has is constantly formed here on our land and And we're constantly, you know, working within that. So I've been told we're going to bring groups of people up here by mid-next year um, to start working with those portals. People will be ready to be in those energies. So we'll see, you know, (laughs) see what happens. We have a question. Rick Um, is
2: on the line, and I'll get him up here. Everything's working well. Rick, you're on the line. Is that me? Hey, Rick. Nice to hear from you.
3: Hope. It's Rick from Ohio. You may not... It's been (laughs) a while since you and I have talked.
2: Well, hello, Rick. I'm so glad that you're on the air. This is
3: what
2: you've been uh,
3: thinking about. Do you have a question for Christine? I have so many questions for Christine. The challenge is narrowing it down. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, it's nice to hear Could your feel. voice, Rick. I can feel your energy.
3: Well, I can feel yours, too, and it's pretty intense. So I have waited for a very long time to be able to do this and talk with you. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, I'll try to be as brief as I can, even though brief is not my strong suit. Um, first The first thing that I want, and I only really have two questions that I would like to ask if I may be so bold. Uh, The first question is, you said that the Pleiadians are in um, physical form now. They're not in spiritual form. Is that correct?
0: They're living at an incarnation. And what happens is they vibrate at a much higher rate than us because of their evolution so they they if you see them physically, they're almost like a vibrating mass in a tall humanoid form.
3: Mm. okay so the it's not like a form like we're most accustomed to seeing each other walk around on the planet it's
0: It's something very,
3: very different then.
0: It is different. They also have, there is also a reptilian form of Pleiadian as well with that, you know, that same vibrating mass. And then there are, mm-hmm. there. I'm sure there are others like myself who are, I have my Pleiadian self, which is fully integrated in this physical form. And, of course, I have my human aspect, of course, as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm in solid, I'm in solid form. <laughs>
3: Right, sure. Um, okay, well, you know, I feel I feel a significant connection to the Pleiadians, and um, I mean, just the word Pleiadian for me, it holds, it holds color, it holds emotion, it holds strength, it holds power. Just um, to hear the you, word,
0: because you have a Pleiadian aspect within you, and that is why you're so drawn to that. And it feels like energetically, when I look, you know. That Pleiadian aspect of you um, is, needs to kind of merge and integrate through your heart. So just be conscious of just holding your heart and bringing your awareness there and just consciously owning that if you're willing to, if it feels right for you. Because mm-hmm. it's right there for you. And it's time for you to utilize that aspect of yourself. You've been waiting for that, and that's where the joy and the color is and every and the emotion.
3: Well, now, I feel that I have memories of that existence before I took this human form. I feel like I have memories of
0: So you can remember of, of,
3: i I believe that's what what's happening.
0: That is the truth. It's not, and the ego mind wants to deny it or hold it aside, but the moment you choose to say, choose to own that full experience, you're going to mm -hmm. find that element of your Pleiadian energy come right into the heart space.
3: And what do you do with it at that point?
0: What you do with it? What's the steps? The steps are that you start... When that energy starts to come into your heart, you'll start to feel an expansion of love. There will be an integration process of your energy right through your cells beginning to expand because you'll actually birth another level of your unique and your authentic light. You'll start to understand and remember more. You'll start to recognize what is truth and what is not. It'll just, things will become much more defined and clearer to you. And you're going to be able to then move and navigate your way through the world much more easily and complete what you've come here to do in your unique form. And that unique form is Pleiadian and human.
3: Interesting. Yeah. So is, is 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 it possible to reintegrate, reconnect with the abilities that I used to have
0: and bring them forward
3: while I'm still in this form.
0: That's what I have done. That's what happened to me. Absolutely. And that's what you're supposed to do. You see, you brought in your Pleiadian aspect and part of your destiny is to reconnect to all of those levels of yourself so you can utilize those gifts and start utilizing them now, because guess what? Now, like any other time on the planet, your gifts are required. And that's why you came here, to do that at this juncture.
3: So are you telling me that the best way to reconnect is through the heart?
0: Yes, and you know, I have a free broadcast every second month on my website where we have a transmission those sort of transmissions will uh, reconnect you very quickly because they're okay. transmissions from the Pleiadians. And so because you're a Pleiadian, you're going to be able to absorb those and utilize them to the fullest. So we have free a free video broadcast every mo- every second month. There was one just this month. So there's a new one on the front page of the website. It's all free, and it's designed to support and bring the information and bring those that are ready to come into their pleiadian cells as well but it's a very very special energy and we have filming of the portals up here on our ground, on our land it's all transmitted from here so it's very special
3: wow that's that's great that's great to yeah. hear i'm definitely going to going to so look check it that. out
0: yeah check it out because it's something really unique and incredibly user friendly
3: now, one last thing that I mean, most of my questions I think have been much more self-serving but this this one final question that I have um, I think might help a number of other people like me who might be listening um, you know I feel a deep call to that there is a task of some kind to do when I listen to people like you Doing your work, I feel inspired to be doing something as well. But I think that a lot of people, at least myself anyway, tend to romanticize about this sort of thing. Oh, wow, it would be so great to connect with an extraterrestrial race. It would be so wonderful to have unique abilities and to act as a guide for others it, to me, that just that seems like a, a romantic point of view, and I was hoping you might be able to add more of a uh, realistic spin. You know, share maybe perhaps share some of your experiences, um, give more of a uh, more of a realistic.
0: I can absolutely I can absolutely do that and. Uh, I think there's, there's stories out there, and I think the, chasing the spiritual high is totally overrated. And the fact is, the real bottom line to all of this, the real, the absolute bottom line, with no frills, is that we are being asked to reconnect into ourselves, into a state of self-acceptance. The Pleiadians say there is nothing more important at this time than to do the work of coming into a place of, of accepting your imperfections. And that was my journey. You have to understand, I've been on a very long journey, a very deep, committed journey to myself, because the Pleiadians showed me very early on that unless I'm really with myself, I can't be with anyone else. So I made a commitment to do an in-depth understanding of my, my human aspect and, and being perfectly imperfect, to understand that as a human being I came here to have a series of experiences in order to learn. There are no wrong decisions, only series of experiences from our choices, And the fact when you start to go into that and open to accept everything you've done, every experience you've chosen, and honor the courage it's taken for the journey you've had, something amazing happens inside of yourself. You begin to move out of a separated state and back into the sacred part of yourself. Because we separate from our sacred nature when we judge ourselves when we when we limit ourselves with with self-condemnation we stop being able to receive ourselves in our sacred way so the big lie has been in order to get enlightened we have to be perfect but the truth is in order to be enlightened we have to come into a state of self-acceptance not perfection self-acceptance so we're not trying to get it right or trying to do it perfectly, it's impossible. All we're being asked to do is to accept our idiosyncrasies and the beauty of our imperfection. And that is the shift right there where the story has to be all about you and you have to be committed to self-acceptance, which really is self-love. And everything changes when you open to one moment of that self-acceptance. So we all may have a list of things we hold against ourselves. We just need to visit those things and understand that we are not responsible for anyone else. Everyone is responsible for themselves. Look at ourselves as a player on the stage. We're the lead role and people are in there to have their experience and we're on their stage to have their experience But we are not responsible for anyone else. And we must understand our imperfection and know we will continue to be imperfect. Perfectly imperfect, as the Pleiadians always love to remind me. And we have come here to resurrect ourselves in this lifetime, to take ourselves off the cross, because we put ourselves there and we have to take ourselves down. So when you look at the truth of that, And you choose to let go and no longer condemn yourself. That is really the key piece to everything, to everything. And then we become a gift to the world, however it is. It's a natural unfolding of being the gift. It's not trying to be this or do that. The ego mind loves to come up with all sorts of stories of what we can do for others and this and that. But everything I do, I do for myself. And I'm here on this show right now, but I am totally with me right now, which makes it possible for me to automatically be interconnected with everybody else and hold the love that I am, and that's me. And that's what you're getting from. It's my, my essence, my love, and my interconnection with me—I become the gift automatically, without trying to do or be anything. That's the piece that we need to, each one of us, need to come to within ourselves.
3: But how do you come to that, where you say, where you say that you are here doing everything that you're doing for yourself? and yet you're interconnected to everyone else. How do you get to that point without just falling sim- into an egoic it's, way of living? It,
0: it's simple. You remember the truth of the journey, that we are imperfect, and we and you honor yourself. You start to begin to honor yourself for everything you've done in this lifetime, for all the experiences, all the courage you've had, you know, and and just... Start to celebrate the truth of the journey up to this point in time, being human. And when you do that, something happens because when you start to accept and celebrate yourself, a wall that has been in place just falls away and you start to have a direct experience of this other part of yourself, the sacred part. Because we separate ourselves from the sacred that we are through our self-judgments and criticisms. That's what creates the separation. So you just make, and you don't have to do it perfectly. You may have just one moment a day of just holding yourself with love and compassion for everything you've gone through. And in that one moment, everything in your cells, change. And every time you take one moment to do that, you're, it's accumulative. You begin to shift and become something else beyond that third-dimensional limited person. You start to move and start to experience the sacred of yourself. And that's it. It's the journey, not the destination. And you just let yourself shift your relationship with yourself just by accepting and going through the pieces and seeing where you're holding something against yourself, the stories your ego mind has about you. You know, and and none of it is a truth. It's all illusion. So just one moment at a time, Rick, that's it. Just one moment at a time. That's how you do it. And those moments, believe me, in a certain moment, it all falls away and you start to come into a truth that of, of what is, what, who you are and what is around you. So it's a process, but it's very simple. And when your mind starts to kick in, you take a breath and you go, oh, there's my mind again you know you you don't pull it back you're gentle you're loving you watch your ego mind and the stories it has and you go oh look we'll just look at that i'm going to take a breath and let go i know this isn't the truth and you bring yourself gently back to the truth that you have a journey and you've been doing the best you could in each moment and one other thing you don't try and understand anything the need to understand is totally overrated when you try to understand you stop the spontaneity of the moment and the ego mind does that to shut down experience so you just choose you're not going to understand anymore you don't need to there's no need for any understanding the ego mind is what wants to needs to understand so it's about shifting gently simply your perception and I have a book online that's really fantastic it says all of this and there's audio files you can work with that will really move you into a new level of yourself and it's not expensive it's, it's Pleiadian initiations of light and it's a very very simple handbook written by the Pleiadians channeled by me of course for this very purpose you know many people have been utilizing that book over the years So anyway,
3: (laughs) that was a fantastic answer. Um, So thank you very much, Um, and all
0: my love to you, Rick, and blessings to you.
3: You know, and if you need, and
0: and feel free to email me from the website page. Watch the broadcast, and if you have any other questions, don't hesitate to email me.
3: Oh, you heard her, Janice, didn't you? She brought that on herself.
0: Uh Janice can tell you,
3: I, I. I have a million and one questions. I always do.
0: (laughs) Keep (laughs) reading letting go.
3: Thank you very much for your time um, and your wisdom. Uh, This has truly been a joy for me. So uh, thank you very much and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Rick. Rick. And Janice.
0: Mm.
3: Hello? I'm still here. Can you hear me? You still there? Yeah, I just wanted to say I love you. And
2: I I hope everything's
3: going well. Take care.
2: It is. Thank you. Namaste.
3: Well, he asked some
2: very important questions. We have another question coming up. uh, And this is all around the world from New Zealand. And so we're going to get them on the air right now. Hello. Hello.
1: Hello, this is Joe. Hi, Joe. And so, I do have a question for Christine. Um, hey, Joe, one, I how I are you? Question. I'm in New Zealand, in Blenheim, New Zealand, right now. Uh huh. And I, my question, one first of all, I want to thank you. I have read your books, that I have taken your courses, and I've heard you at the Hope Interface Center. So I feel very blessed in having those opportunities. Um, but my question is. Um, I'm, I'm very much integrating my Palladian self, and I often will have a language, and sometimes it reminds me of your beautiful meditations and what you do. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, the language that you use, the tones that you use in your meditations?
0: Absolutely. I'll be happy to. Well, the language carries a frequency that speaks directly to the soul essence. Um, and it the energy itself um is carried in the words so it's designed to to open up the heart space um it's designed to open the connector to the soul energy to the sacred energy of the self and it bypasses the ego mind so it goes directly to that sacred connection of self and allows a realignment, an adjustment, almost a repositioning of the consciousness to align to the sacred that 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 is within each person. So it works individually with each individual in a different way and then the sounds themselves open up into the physical body and start to move out the old belief systems and the barriers in the heart that have kept a separation. So it starts to melt away and break down those barriers that we have all put in place within ourselves when we've been hurt or you know, betrayed or maybe from other lifetimes sometimes. But that's what the sounds are designed to do to shift the density in the body so that this light can flow in more readily to uh, the consciousness of each individual.
1: Yes, it seems like that um, I call it Palladian language. I don't know if that's what I am doing, but when I'm doing Reiki with, with some of my clients, or friends or whatever, I will just automatically start. And it does. It it truly passes that ego mind. Later, my ego mind wants to know what I said.
0: Of (laughs) course it does. But it is a Pleiadian language. And if you'll notice, they're asking me or saying to me to tell you this, that what they want you to do is when that language comes in, start witnessing the energetic patterns of frequency that the language creates through the body and the energetic field. Because mm-hmm. as you bring your awareness into those patterns, you're going to be able to work with them and evolve in the processes that you're now doing. I don't know if that's helpful or not.
1: Yes, it is. Because when I breathe and let go, I think that happens.
0: <laughs> exactly. And, and they're saying you need to trust more. Um, Trust the vastness of your integrity because you have a vast integrity within your heart and there's no Mm -hmm. way you're going to not be authentic with this. And your your heart knows that. Your ego mind is in the way a little, but remember the vastness of your integrity.
1: Okay. That's very helpful. I'm I'm getting braver
0: and braver all the time. I am glad to hear that, and it'll be amazing. You're going to make some very um, big changes very soon to all of this. It's going something's going to open, and you're going to have a deeper understanding and move very fast. So I just want to support you in that, Joe, and honor you for the work that you're oh, doing. Thank
1: you. Thank you so very much, and thank you for all you're doing, and thanks for being on the Pure Hope Show.
0: Oh yes, and and lovely to hear your voice, Joe.
1: Thank you, thank you. Take care.
0: You too. Thank you for joining us.
2: Well, this would be a great time to tell the audience and tell our guests that are listening, Christine, about your three-day Pleiadian seminars that you hold around the world. And we are so very, very lucky because Christine Day is coming to the Hope Interfaith Center in May, in fact, on May 19th. 20th to the 21st. So as we're talking to all these uh, listeners and you're answering these questions, what happens when you hold these Pleading seminars uh, for those who attend them? What happens
3: for them or to them?
0: You know, it's an amazing process. You know, the Pleiadians and the Lemurians and all the galactic community and the spiritual realms all come in in a force in these Pleiadian seminars. We all also have, I've worked very closely with Mother Mary and the Christ energy. But they come in and first of all, the Pleiadians set up these amazing crystalline vortexes. So we bring the big crystals in and they individually place the crystals and create this energetic vortex where all the participants come and work through the vortex and as I'm channeling through these incredible light initiations. And I want to talk a little bit about the light initiations, Hope, because some people don't understand what does that mean. And people are going, well, you know, I, I don't want to be taken over. Or, you know, people are afraid. They get afraid. But what these light initiations do, the Pleiadians don't enter your energetic field. They just simply create an energetic womb that are in the room itself. They open a dimensional setting and then there's the crystal vortex and I channel through the light initiations and they come into the the initiation energy comes in but the Pleiadians don't. They hold an energetic space away from individuals while you reconnect to your own sacred light. So through the Pleiadian seminar, you go through a deep, deep, process of awakening of reconnection to yourself that sacred part of yourself on other levels you learn tools and step-by-step tools to be able to work with this new energy of life that you are you learn how to work with it through the physical body so you go through you can do your own self healing it's an empowering process and people come away feeling like a lot of the density from their lives has lifted so a lot of dense energies old old feelings of guilt shame sadness all the grief it all comes out of the body and that light comes in so the separating factors inside the body are released and they start to have a direct experience of themselves and many times they experience the angels that are there and the light beings and and the Pleiadians and the Lemurians. The Lemurians work on uh, just adjusting the energetic settings in the body as people go through their transformation. So it's really a beautiful like, symphony that takes place over three days, and then the Pleiadians bring in all the understanding and the channeled messages to the group um, to help them evolve and come into a new sense of clarity of their own lives, and, and, and where they need to go, what's their next step for themselves. So the, it's an incredible three-day process that's life-changing and profound. And to be, I'm just like holding the platform. <laughs> it's like everything runs through me and I just hold an energetic platform, like a, like almost like a conductor of a symphony, um, for people to go through incredible transformation. So there's so much love and light in the room, um and it's just a very, very pure experience. So, you know, that's the Pleiadian seminars and we have them in all sorts of areas of the world and, and Hope I'm so thrilled we're coming to your center. It was so right to do this.
2: Well, I I am excited, Jodie is excited, everyone is excited to have you back and for anyone who does want more information about Christine Day and her three day pleading workshop that she going to have here, um, you can contact uh, Jody or come onto our website at www.hopeinterfaithcenter.com and Christine Day's um, website, and it's www. Christine Day com. Any other way that they could contact Christine if they wanted Ab- to get
0: a hold of you? Absolutely. They just need to go onto my website and there's an email address. Um, I'm committed to answering emails. I feel like that's such an important thing. I'm busy, but it's it's part of my mission is to connect individually to people. It's it's something that really is part of my heart's desire. So I get a lot of emails and I answer my emails um because that's what I that's that's what brings me joy. So they can go to the website and get a contact email and I will answer emails so they absolutely can um and and just know that there's a lot going on for everyone right now. We, we are, each one of us, because of the energies on the planet, there's kind of a magnification of all the density. So anything we haven't resolved in our lives is magnifying and coming up. So a lot of people are experiencing a lot of intensity in all sorts of ways, whether it's physical illness or financial or relationship. or It can be many, many ways people people are suffering um but whatever issue we haven't dealt with right now it's being magnified so it's not necessarily an easy time um right now for many individuals and i just want to say i support everyone out there whatever whatever's going on in your life whatever issue you're in the middle of dealing with remember that this is your creation and it's here in your life so that you get to deal with the feelings and then it can leave. And I want to say that, Hope, because it's so important to think. Some people think I'm being punished or, you know, why is this happening to me? But we have to take ownership of what we've created around us And I know that's not easy sometimes, but when you take ownership and say, okay, why have I created this? You cease being a victim. And when you cease being a victim, then healing begins. And once you have opened up into all the feeling, and it takes courage to go into the depth of the feeling that something's bringing up, but when you do that, that issue can leave. And and so you can move past that and go to something else in your life, to the next step of what that is for you. But I do want to say that to everyone out there because, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of emails with people who are in a lot of distress and a lot of fear. And especially with this thing with Trump, it's bringing a lot of fear up for people. So deal, explore what your fear is about. Don't be afraid to go in and feel the depth of the feeling because that's actually like opening a wound, a festering wound. If When you do that, when you, when you bring your awareness into the depth of the feeling, feelings can't hurt us. <laughs> they may feel like death and it can be very intense, but they can't actually hurt us. So go, take your courage and go into the feeling and start exploring what's there that's in your way And your creation in the world right now is reflecting that which is still inside that you haven't allowed yourself to feel. So that is an important piece. And that's what I love about the seminars because you can come and you can deal with some of the depth of those old pieces and they can leave and you you become liberated in your life. You have clarity, liberation, and you move forward. Everything shifts when you um, when you when you come to the seminars. That happens a lot to people. So I just wanted to say that because I was actually pushed to say that by the Pleiadians because they're seeing well, we're seeing a lot of that right now. Thank you. Would you be so kind
2: before we part our ways on the Pure show? Would you be so kind to? Either um, if there's a blessing or a prayer or a statement that
0: the Pleiadians would like to leave our listeners with? You know, I think it feels like I, I'd like to do an energetic blessing if that would work, hope, if you'd be open to that. e she om V'she'om, she v'she'o. He-ah. Eshe-om-da-i-ne-i. eshe oh mm-hmm. A A And I wish to honor each one of you and all that you are in this moment so be.
2: Thank you so much, Christine, for being on the Pure Hope show. Thank you for coming to the Hope Interface Center. Thank you for answering the email when Christine said that it's it her uh, joy to answer those emails. That's how I got connected to Christine. And so, once again, from my heart to your heart for your consistency and for your values, and for your love that you expose so easily from your heart and shed and give to people. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, playing your part and your role here upon the planet. So I just just wanted to let you know that, Christine, that I deeply, deeply appreciate you.
0: Thank you, Hope, and my blessings to you and the work you're doing. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And to you, my good
2: listeners, if you have found information on this program to be of value to you tonight, I would ask you please pass it on to others. You have found that listening to Christine Day and her bridge and the ambassador to the Pleiadians at all uh, an opening to your next new adventure please also pass this on. you are interested in, please go on her website, which once again is www.ChristineDayOnline.com. And if indeed you're interested in coming to this wonderful, beautiful workshop that she will be doing here at the Hope Interfaith Center, at 114 Pole Road, Mankato, Minnesota, and I always say USA, because we do have listeners around the world, that we will be having that workshop on May 19th, 20th, and 21st. And you can sign up on our website. Um, We also would ask you to know that you are of value and your existence is vital to this planet, and even though many, many people believe that we are in the dark night of the soul, I believe that we are in the mother's womb and we are in the golden state of remembering who and what we are. These are but growing pains of the new era. And so this, we are giving birth, as Christine said, we are going to be seeing it in our own time here upon the planet. That is what the Pleiadians are saying. So thank you all for joining us tonight. I would remind you and invite you to join us once again on February 28th at 7 p.m. That will also be a live program with Amber Wolf, and she is a Ph.D. She will be talking uh, a great deal about the Lemurian Sisterhood, which I invite you all to tune in. She has been committed to and practicing holistic health care and education since 1982. She is also an internationally known teacher, facilitator, author. She is a recording artist, healing intuitive, and channel. So, once again, thank you, and until we meet again, namaste, namaste, Namaste.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true.